From a wise heart flow careful words. Wise words make the lips more persuasive. Proverbs 16, 23. To bear witness in the public square, a Christ-centered heart must be the wellspring of our words, our demeanor, our take on the world. And so that is our task, our joy, our opportunity in the next few moments. Welcome to this week's Nuance Formed for Faithfulness. A poem setting the tone for this liturgical season of Epiphany. In the season of Epiphany's radiant glow, Magi's journey a tale to bestow. Bearing gifts, they sought the divine, guided by the star's celestial sign. Baptism's waters, a sacred stream, where Jesus' grace began to gleam, a universal call, salvation's theme, in the ripping currents, a redeeming dream. Transfiguration, a mountaintop high, where glory unveiled touched the sky. Christ's radiant light, a beacon so bright, illuminating the path, dispelling night. In Epiphany's embrace, hearts align, magi, baptism, and transfiguration entwine. A narrative of love, grace, and might, universal salvation, a celestial light. Inclusive echoes resound and proclaim a transformative power, Christ's sacred name, teachings embraced, grace cascades, a journey in love where every soul wades. Epiphany season, a sacred call to heed the star, the waters, the mountaintops thrall, and the universal significance we find salvation's grace in Christ enshrined. A reading from 2 Kings chapter 2, 1 through 12. When Yahweh was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here. Yahweh has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha said, As surely as Yahweh lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. The company of the prophets at Bethel came out to Elijah and asked, do you know that Yahweh is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, Elisha replied. So be quiet. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, Elisha. Yahweh has sent me to Jericho. And he replied, As surely as Yahweh lives, as you live, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. The company of the prophets at Jericho went up to Elijah and asked him, Do you know that Yahweh is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, he replied, so be quiet. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, Yahweh has sent me to the Jordan. And he replied, As surely as Yahweh lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So the two of them walked on. Fifty men from the company of the prophets went and stood at a distance facing the place where Elijah and Elisha had stopped at the Jordan. Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and stuck the water with it. 
The water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me, what can I do for you before I am taken from you? Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. Hmm. You have asked a difficult thing, Elijah said. Yet, if you see me when I am taken from you, it will be yours. Otherwise, it will not. As they were walking along and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. Elisha saw this and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. And Elisha saw him no more. Then he took hold of his garment and tore it in two. In our next two readings from Psalm 50 and Mark 9, when considered in the context of our public lives, they illuminate the idea of divine manifestation and the importance of recognizing God's authority even in public places. Psalm 50 emphasizes the global gathering of God's saints and the majestic radiance of His presence. In the public square, This imagery invites reflection on the role of divine sovereignty in shaping both our communal ethics and justice for all rich or poor. In Mark 9, we read about the transfiguration of Christ. There we see a portrayal of a pivotal moment where divine glory is revealed publicly. The disciples witness the transformative power of God, reinforcing the idea that the divine presence is not confined to private spheres, but is to be acknowledged and heeded everywhere. These passages emphasize the need for individuals and communities to engage with God, seeking guidance and wisdom for the collective journey, that journey toward justice, compassion, and righteousness in all of our lives everywhere. A reading from Psalm 50, verses 1 through 6. The Mighty One, God, Yahweh, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to where it sets. From Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and will not be silent. A fire devours before Him, and around Him a tempest rages. He summons the heavens above and the earth, that he may judge his people. Gather to me this consecrated people who made a covenant with me by sacrifice, and the heavens proclaim his righteousness, for he is a God of justice. A prayer of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Let us pray. O God, Our gracious Heavenly Father, we we thank Thee for the inspiration of Jesus Christ. Grant that we will follow His way and His teachings as we go out to work for righteousness, justice, and peace. Keep us ever mindful of the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. 
Amen. Our final reading from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 9, verses 2 through 9. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him and led them up a high mountain where they were all alone. There he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. And there appeared before them Elijah and Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say. They were so frightened. Then a cloud appeared and covered them. And a voice came from the cloud, This is my son whom I love. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. Thank you for joining me for this weekly Formed for Faithfulness. Catch our regular Nuance episodes where I have a conversation with a special guest on living faithfully in the public square. In the meantime, like and share this podcast for others to enjoy. Visit us at collaborativeorlando.com to subscribe to our biweekly blog, see other videos, check out events we might have coming up, and find a number of other resources. You'll also find us across social media platforms. I'm Case Thorpe, and God's blessing on you.